the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer watching me on Facebook Live at Anderson Speaks. I'm so glad that you're tuned in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, uh, second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM. We are a call-in talk show, and today's show is all about you. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. If you're not new, say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and today is Open Phone in Friday. Yeah! Open phone in Friday. That means it's all about you. Whatever you want to talk to me about is fair game. Just ask me a question and let's talk about it. I can't answer any question, but I can address any question. And we know the one who has all the answers, not to mention the good book that he's given us and a lot of smart listeners. So we might be able to help you out today. So what do you want to talk about? Race, religion, relationships, Maybe politics, education, parenting, whatever it is, I'm here for you. Your brother, Dr. David Anderson, I'm a pastor. I'm an author of several books on race relations as well as do a little bit of business and own a non-for-profit diversity consulting firm. So a little bit of this, a little bit of that, not to mention I'm married to Amber Anderson 25 years and we've got three kids one who's 22 is a senior in college the other one who's 19 he's been out of college for a year and then a daughter in the 11th grade uh, in high school so that's that's pretty much it about our family what about yours well if you want to give me a call my number is 888-432-7434 that's 888-43-BRIDGE It's open phone in Fridays. What do you want to talk about? Let's bow for a word of prayer and get moving. Heavenly Father, thank you for the week that you've gotten us through for a beautiful day. And we just pray that as we have this conversation, whatever it is that you have to GPS our lives together with, we want to be open and available and ready to meet you uh, via phone lines, via radio, and brother to brother, brother to sister, friend to friend. In Jesus' name, we commit today's show to you. Together, everyone said... Amen and amen. 
888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. Well, on Marriage Monday, we talked about dating your spouse and what is your favorite kind of date. On Tough Topic Tuesday, we talked about taps, tweets, and the Kremlin. That was political. On Wednesday, we talked about the wisdom of good iron health in the first half of the show and then the wisdom of becoming a successful young person uh, on the second half of the show. And I gave you my 10 tips for a successful youngster. Uh, Yesterday, we talked about the theology of grace and sin, sin and grace. So we definitely had a great week. And now we're going to talk about whatever it is that's on your heart. We'll kick the show off with Marie, who's calling from Annapolis, Maryland. Hi, Marie. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine, doctor. Thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you so much for calling. What's your comment or question, please? Um, Doctor, my comment or my question is that I am a mother of three young adult um, children, Mm -hmm. and my middle son, who just started medical school, is also engaged. They're getting married this summer. And the problem is that um, there seems to be new stresses and and friction between among my children with each other mm. based around our son our middle son and his fiance mm. and i it appears to me as the the mother that my middle son is trying to establish himself as as an adult as a man as a grown up mm-hmm. but in doing so he's pushing away his siblings. How He's so? in the middle, so it's his older brother. Um, a few things have come up. He speaks to them a little condescendingly. Um, he, It's just there's a chill in their relationship in general. Mm-hmm. And I guess my question for you is, is this to be expected sometimes when a, a child in a family is engaged and is also doing some pretty adult, of course, work in medical school, that mm-hmm. they want to redefine themselves or or push away from their family of origin? Well, one thing we can say about middle children is sometimes they do feel like they're compared to the older or the younger, and uh, they almost have to establish their own identity, and so they have a, a greater push for independence than the other two in your situation. That's for sure. Now, what's aggravating the situation, I'm not sure. It could be the fiancé. It depends on mm -hmm. what her personality is. Do the kids and do the family like the fiancé? Oh, yeah, definitely. But there there are some some differences. You know, I mean, it's it's clear that her family and our family, there are some differences. Mm -hmm. Um in approaches to life and in family dynamics, that kind of thing. And it does appear that our son is already cleaving to her in a way. Right. It's sort of like taking her her position against yeah. his siblings. Not that there's conflict with the fiancé, but that he's making a huge effort to go toward her. Yeah. Well, and you're going to find that the more uh, closer they get, for whatever reason, there's going to be a sense of loss that you will feel when he marries. If he marries, you just want to wish him the best. Don't try to cling on to him. Uh, He'll probably revert Mm -hmm. after he gets married and goes through some life experiences, especially some other stresses where he realizes that this woman can't take care of all that he's dealing with. And he's going to be able to lean back on mom again. Maybe the siblings, maybe not. But definitely uh, if he's in medical school, he's getting married. He's got a lot of stressors anyway, and maybe even some Mm self-esteem Uh, you know, issues with regard to independence. So I think what you do, my uh, counsel is to give them space, 
uh, and the mm-hmm. siblings to give them some grace. Uh, but they are siblings, so they can talk to him differently than you can. And so mm-hmm. uh, that's the good news. They're probably used to fighting a little bit uh, from when they were smaller. Mm-hmm. And so I think God uses family members like siblings to jack you up sometimes in ways that no one else can. So I wouldn't try to manage mm-hmm. the relationship between the three of them. I'd just be mom to all three of them and encourager to all three of them and let the middle one know that you're always there. And my guess is this will pass. Well, that's great. You're awesome. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, you're so very welcome. Thanks for sharing your heart with me on this one. And we pray the best for your son and your children. God bless you, Marie from Annapolis, Maryland. Now, listen, I want to take your phone calls as well. I'm going to run to my commercial break now because I have to. But as soon as I get back, I'm going to take Nate from Glen Burnie. And I want to take you because I have three open lines right now. So if you want it, get in where you fit in, 888 Four three two seven four three four. That's my number. Live in studio. Today is open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about is fair game. So give me a call. Triple eight four three bridge. Dr. David Anderson, and I have Michelle on the line from Oxford Graduate School. She's a student there at Oxford. Michelle, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you for having me, and good afternoon to you. Why do you go to Oxford Graduate School? The reason why I chose Oxford over some of the other schools that I was looking at is because of their curriculum. It is truly designed for the student, and what I mean by that is because the programs are research-based. So that allows the student to really delve into their subject and truly become masters of that subject because it gives you the opportunity to explore and go beyond any textbook. What what I love about the school and the opportunities that it provides, even though I'm a distance learner, is that the program at Oxford is a hybrid program, meaning that you have time that you spend on campus there in Tennessee uh, for a week at a time as you begin each of your core of classes and then you go home to do your research and submit your coursework online. So I love the fact that you still have the instruction in the classroom environment as well as time to do the research on your own and interact uh, via the internet. So it's a perfect win-win for a working adult. You want more information, check them out at ogs.edu. That's ogs.edu or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Hey, it's me again, the voice in your head. Look, we've been back and forth about replacing that roof a million times. Just do it already. You're ready now and go with Home Fix Custom Remodeling. Why? Because you can trust them and their work is great. Increase the value of your home with Home Fix Custom Remodeling. Honest remodelers you can actually trust. Start living happier now. Keep your home cool this summer. Mention this ad for a free attic installation when you purchase siding or windows for the full house or a new roof. Visit HomeFixCustomRemodeling.com. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
We're not taking your calls today. Welcome back Enjoy the to show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or to find resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit Andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline anytime at 888-432-7434. For rebroadcast of this program or to watch live, visit bcctv.org. Join our text community and receive a free weekly inspiration text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. Now, back to Real Talk. Welcome back. It's Real Talk with... Dr. David Anderson, DJ Dynasty, spinning the tunes for us today. You want more information, go to his Facebook, DJ Dynasty, D-E-E-J-A-Y, Dynasty. And if you're looking for some good old ice cream in the Virginia area or looking for a caterer, uh, check out Paradise Ice Cream. You won't be sad that you did. I promise you that. If you want to call them to find out what they have available for your office, make sure you tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. Their number is 703 913 Nine four four five. My friend Eric Staggers has been running Paradise Ice Cream for a long time, and his customer service is out of this world. In fact, he's the first one I ever heard say he's alive and grateful, and I have been using it ever since. Thank you, brother Eric. Paradise Ice Cream seven zero three nine one three nine four four. Five. And if you're looking to go to a graduate school to get your master's or your doctorate in a different kind of way, then go to Oxford Graduate School. The way you find them is OGS.edu. OGS.edu. If you want to call me right now, do so. I now have one line open. Uh, and that number for me, if you want to talk to me about any subject, is 888 432 7434. All right, let's go to Glen Burnie, Maryland, and talk to Nate, who's on the line. Hi, Nate. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, sir? Hey, doing fine. Thank you. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question, my friend? Uh, comment and question. I just wanted to see if there's other listeners uh, and just share with people about uh, God's grace and self-forgiveness. Yes. So growing up, uh, especially in the church, um, you know, I learned a lot of things about God, Jesus, you know, you name it, and I jumped full in. Yeah. I put all my effort into that uh, that process, and uh, but there's something I was missing, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> I guess it was a mindset of condemnation. Right. Yeah. And I even knew what the Bible says, because the Bible says, there is therefore no, no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, That's right? right. That's right. Sure does. So I knew it, but I wasn't living it. Hmm. What happened? So my sister... Well, my sister called me up. She has a great spirit. And she said, Nate, what does it mean to live in God's grace? And I, I quoted her some stuff from the Bible. She says, no, think about it. She says, all right, if you don't get it, call me back in a week and let me know if you got it. Because mm. I just found it. I said, I said, okay. <laughs> well, a week around turned by, and I don't know what happened, but something did. And I just, I woke up one day and I said, I figured it out. I got it. I know what this feels like. I can, mm. I can forgive myself now. Oh, wow. Right. Right. So you know that you're forgiven by God and you are able to allow yourself to experience that forgiveness so you can move on, huh? 
Oh, a hundred percent. It's, it was night and day for me. Like oh, I, I love it. it was, it was amazing. Love it. Hey, well, Nate, thanks for sharing that from Glenn Burney, Maryland. I'm reminding of a verse that I've been sitting on for about uh, three days now, which says yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. He rises to show you compassion for the Lord is a God of justice. Blessed are all who wait on him. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. Wow, what a God we serve. Or like we used to sing growing up, what a mighty God <laughs> we serve. 888-432-7434. Let's go to Lynette in Bowie, Maryland. Hi, Lynette. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. How are you? Good. What are you thinking? Uh, well, I just had a question, or I guess asking for uh, a, your opinion. Uh-huh. Um, I am considering uh, getting married, okay. and um, my potential spouse ha- is divorced. Yep. And I'm wondering, you know, because I'm talking to, you know, a pastor at church, and, you know, it seems like there's some debate about people who are divorced being able to remarry, yeah. especially if the spouse, the previous spouse, is still unmarried and that 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 person's commitment should be to try to you know get remarried to the divorced spouse and i'm just wondering what it what is your opinion on that and you know obviously specifically we want to stay biblical in terms of of that yeah. only because you know it seems like as i talk to people and i'm and, and i'm talking about all church people yeah the opinion on it seems to vary so yeah it leaves me kind of confused as the other person trying to do what the right thing by God, but then it also seems unclear. Like, am I wrong for trying to marry somebody who's who's divorced and they have a spouse that or previous spouse that is not yet remarried and is still alive? You know, what is your opinion on that? Well, first of all, I commend you for even asking because uh, half half the folk wouldn't even ask that question if they had the opportunity to get married without even investigating. The reason why there's confusion is because when the Lord speaks about this in several passages, like uh, in a couple passages like Matthew 5 or Matthew 19, uh, there's 1 Corinthians 7, there's a few different passages. It The Lord does state if you marry somebody who's divorced, you're, you're causing them to commit adultery and vice versa. The text also states, though, there are times when you are divorced where you're not bound to the spouse that you divorce, like if there was adultery or death. Uh, so there, there are a couple of options there. There's another option, too, in 1 Corinthians where you're no longer bound to the spouse. If they're a non-believer and they leave you because of your uh, your faith in the Lord, you can let them go and not be bound. So there are maybe th- you know two or three, maybe four uh, incidences where sort of the Scripture gives that divorced person an out. So if I were your pastor and I was talking to you, I'd first find out what were the uh, reasons for this person getting divorced. Uh, and because if he committed adultery, if she committed adultery or whatever, you know, I'd want to know what the circumstances were. And you should want to know that anyway, even outside the Bible. Why'd you get divorced? Why didn't it work? Because you want to make sure if you do marry somebody, it's for life. So that's the one thing. And so what people are confused because Jesus said, you know, you marry them, you're basically living in adultery. Now, um, I would say that there are situations where you, if you do marry, uh, a person who is divorced, God will forgive you for that sin of adultery and try to make the marriage work uh, if you can. But this is this is when somebody is already married. If you haven't married the guy and you're looking at him 
and he has a spouse that is uh, ex-spouse who's unmarried, I'd want to know, is there any chance that I'm standing in the way of him getting back with his first wife? Um, right. Because you do not want to be the barrier to the work that God could do between them. Now, this is tough talk, and it's right. real because I know that a yes. lot of people can be very upset about this because it almost sounds like, wow, I'm telling I'm telling that she can't marry this dude. But what I'm saying is right. I love the fact that you're investigating. If I were you, I'd definitely want to know uh, from her and from him, is there any possibility uh, for them to get back together? I think that's why some people say if the other spouse remarries someone else, then you're free. Because that way you know that they're not going to get married again. But I'm always saying, look, you never know what God can do. I know a woman who prayed 10 years uh, for her her, uh, spouse to to come back, and they ended up getting remarried. I remarried them after they had been divorced for 10 years uh, because she got saved at at my church. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so then uh, she reached out to him, and God was doing something in him. And and, lo and behold, uh, I ended up remarrying him. Uh, and, uh, it's not the only one. I got a couple in my church now that's married a second time because they came to Tuesday night prayer as a divorce couple and they've been married for the last 10 years. Uh, and so the reality is you don't want to be that one standing in between what God may be wanting to do there. Now, having said all that, I would make sure you sit down with a pastor who knows all the details that can really counsel you step by step because I don't want you to go break up with him because Dr. Anderson said so. I wanted to make sure it's the it's the Lord, okay? Yeah, we're we're going to like a we haven't even gotten engaged, but we we are already taking a class for people who are even thinking about getting married, and so that's kind of how the topic came up. And we we're going to mm. sit down and do one on one with the pastor that's, that's teaching good. that class. So good. we're going to do that. It's just that you know I good. was wanting to call because I'm in the car, and I'm like, well, let me get his opinion on yeah. it, just to have you know additional opinions on the matter, so uh-huh. that I can help you know focus on where where I should be looking uh-huh. and the questions I should be asking and you know, that kind of thing. But um, I, so I appreciate um, mm. your opinion and, and your words. And I'm so I'll proud of you, to, you know, pray about it. I'm so proud of you. I really am. You're not even, you're not even, well, uh, you. you're not even engaged yet. So, but yet you're really looking into this seriously based on God's word. I just, I just want to commend you. I don't hear it that often. And so when I do, I want to make sure I affirm it. Okay, Lynette. Okay. I appreciate your uh, giving me your opinion and your advice. There you go. God bless you, my sister. Wow, wow, wow. All right, let's keep moving. Mike is in Hyattsville, Maryland, so let's go there. Hey, Mike, David Anderson here. How you doing? Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing great. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Hey, uh, I'm, going, I'm, in, I'm in the book of Genesis, uh, verse 6 through 11, where it talks about the affirmament, the waters below, which, it's, which the scriptures call the sea, mm-hmm. and the waters above the firm, affirmament. Mm-hmm. And the heavens is within the affirmative. Mm-hmm. So what I'm thinking is that when we look up to see that blue sky, we're actually looking at water. Well, you know, there are clouds and all of that. And so, um, you know, you, I'm not sure if all of the sky is water, but there's definitely water uh, elements in the sky when, when you're dealing with clouds and rain and thunder and all that. Well, well according to, to, to Scripture, because Scripture in Genesis 1, uh, 6 through 10, it, it speaks about that. It says it's, it we started off with a, a big pool of water, and then uh, God divided the water, one 
one for be, for down, one for below, and one for above the heavens right. so, on earth. So let me read above what it says. Earth. It says, "Let there be an expanse." That's air between. Uh, the waters to separate what, water. What, what, what Bible are you in? I'm in what the Bible NIV. I'm in the New Amer- in a, oh, International in the Version. I, I know you're in the King James. That's okay. It's pretty much pretty much the same. It's just using different words. No, like no, it's way off. It's already way off. Well, firm, it's firmament. It's totally off. Well, actually, we could talk about Bible translations if you want. If that's where you want to go. But if I mean, if you want to just if you want to say we're looking up at water when you look at the sky, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue with that uh, from the King James Version. That's good with me. Uh, I thought you wanted my opinion on it. Okay. No. Okay. And one more, one more thing. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the Book of Job. I'm at 28, uh, the 24th verse, and it says, and he, and he looks to the end of the earth and the seas under the whole heavens to establish the weight of the winds and the portion of the waters by measure. When he, when he made the law of the rain and the path of the thunderbolt, that means that. Uh, the Most High God, He actually sends them sends thunderbolts, based on the scripture here. Yep, God definitely. Well, uh, I, I would agree that God is in control of of weather. Uh, he can also allow the uh, enemy to use weather uh, as well. But at the end of the day, God's control over all the heavens and the earth. So I will agree with you there. Hey, listen, I got to run, Mike. I'm going to a break. I appreciate your, uh, well, statements, not necessarily questions. Thank you so much. 888-432-7434. Once again, it's 888-43-BRIDGE. Open phone in Friday. Anonymous, I'm coming to you after the break in Fairfax, Virginia. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Selling and buying a house at the same time can be very stressful and ultimately a nightmare if not handled properly. There are so many moving parts. And to make sure you get into your new home without a hitch, I'm here with Christy Moore. How can our listeners be sure not only to sell their current home, but also to buy a new one and not be left with two homes or worse, none at all? Buying and selling a home at the same time requires two separate strategies. Our market research shows 200 different variables for both. We have a guaranteed move out, which gives our sellers three options to make sure they can buy another home without being stuck with two house payments or end up homeless. Our team of experts manage all of those variables and implement our proven repeatable system for the best results. Sell your house fast and for top dollar and have a guaranteed move up. Call Christy Moore because she will sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call 866-404-5858. Again, that's 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Sleeping on, you know, urinated mattresses and eating off half-eaten burritos where somebody just throwed it away. While living on the streets, that's the norm at Christmas time for someone like Norris. But after the life-changing meals and program at Central Union Mission, Norris has come full circle. To sit there and help and feed the friends and neighbors, you can't put a price tag on that. A life-changing meal at Central Union Mission is possible with your gifts. Give today at missiondc.org. And don't forget Central Union Mission and your CFC and United Way contributions. 
Did you just finish college and don't have much employment experience? Maybe you had your position for quite some time and you're ready for a change. We are looking for individuals that want to learn about media advertising sales and start a new and exciting career. Sales-related experience is a bonus but not required. Come to the 105.1 WAVA-FM 780 AM and AM 570 The Answer Career Fair, December 19th, 10 to 12 noon in Arlington. This event is one day only and space is limited. To register, go to WAV.com and use the keyword FAIR. That's WAVA.com, keyword FAIR. Message and data rates may apply. Hair Club has an incredible free offer for our listeners. Stay tuned. Are you one of the 90 million Americans from hair loss or thinning hair? Now is the time to take control and do something about it. Don't wait any longer. Text MORE to 246810 right now to get your free hair loss guide and a free hair analysis when you schedule a complimentary, no-obligation consultation. For over 40 years, Hair Club has been the leading hair loss expert, offering all proven surgical, non-surgical, and hair regrowth solutions. See for yourself how Hair Club can help you get your hair back. Text right now, and for a limited time, you'll even get a set of free hair care products especially formulated for thinning hair when you come in for your consultation. Text MORE to 246810. That's M-O-R-E to 246810 right now to receive your free hair loss guide, free hair analysis, and free hair care products when you come in for your consultation. Text now. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I'm so happy to be hanging with you on this open phone in Friday. We're in the second half of the show, so I have 30 more minutes with you to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. It's all about you on this day. Uh, any question, any comment you have, let's talk about it. My number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Anonymous in Fairfax of Virginia. Thank you so much for calling Anonymous. How can I serve you today? Yes, my question is, how do you keep such an open and accepting spirit towards other people during so many controversial conversations? The context is, um, a few weeks ago, uh, this question was triggered by a specific conversation, but I've listened to you for years, and a few weeks ago, a gentleman called in and said, he kind of lectured you about being more open and unbiased, Yeah. and I felt like his tone of voice was very judgmental, and he admitted during the course of the conversation that the only news show that he listened to was Fox News, yet he was counseling you to listen to a a variety of, of news sources right? Um, so that you would be more well-informed. And you responded to him with uh, so much um, respect and consideration. And I, I just wanted to know, how do you do that? I would like <laughs> to be able to do that, but I want to know what the secret oh, is. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Well, first of all, thank you for noticing and uh, one of the things I have heard over over the years uh, in my personal life, uh, in my pastoral life, and even on the air, uh, is that sometimes people learn how to be gracist uh, just by the way I do things, not necessarily what I say. So thanks for picking up that nuance. Now, I have to be honest with you, so I'm, I'm right before the Lord here. Uh, Anonymous, there's sometimes I'm going crazy inside my head, okay? Can I be honest? <laughs> 
and there there have been times that I have lost it, and there's even been times when callers have have been surprised by me losing it and would call me and rebuke me, and you know. But the reality is, I think nine times out of ten, the reason I'm able to be gracious is because a I, I by writing the book on gracism and by writing the book on for graceness or forgiveness, it kind of puts you in check. And I think by being a pastor, uh, all those things are guardrails. I think. Uh, and because I care about my reputation, you throw all that in. Those are probably guardrails. Uh, and then I think maybe another thing is I'm it's, it's part of my personality type. I don't know if it's spiritual maturity. There may be some of that there, too. I'm not the one to say that. Uh, but at the end of the day, God has extended so much grace to me. That helps me. But then there are certain passages, to be honest with you, that have helped me. Uh, I mean, when you pastored for over 25 years, the same group of people, you know, I don't jump from church to church. I've never pastored another church. I've never looked for a church. I don't even know what it would be like to go looking for a church. But I can say by pastoring the same church, you see people come and go and you've seen people criticize you and you've seen people love you. And after a while, when you're a part of a family long enough and when you get old enough, you just realize there's some things you're not battles that are not worth fighting. Like I don't have to win. Now, when I do feel strongly about a battle that needs to be won, then I can be very, very direct anonymous. But if it's a battle I don't need to win, I'd rather win the relationship and, and not lose respect uh, from other people than to even win. There are times I know somebody's wrong. Like I know it. They're in my face and what they're saying couldn't be more wrong. And I let it go because I realize I don't have to win this. I, what I want to do is make sure that the person is valued and respected. And then I remember this verse and it's the one I'm going to give you and maybe to help you too. Cause I sense you want to be the same way. And I'm telling you this verse uh, will set you free. It is Philippians 3.15. I often say it. Let me read it to you. Is that okay? Yes. Okay, it says, All of us who are mature should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. And in verse 16 says, Only let us live up to what we have already attained. The reason why I love that verse is because it says, If at some point you think differently than I do, that's all right. God's going to make it clear to you. And I feel like what Paul is saying is, look, I want you all to agree with me. But if for some reason you don't, that's all right. God will make it clear to you. I just got to live up to what I have attained or what I know to be true. Well, that sets a person free when I realize, look, you disagree with me. Okay, God will make it clear to you. If God, you know, if God wants you to see it the way I see it, he'll make it clear. I don't have to make it clear anymore. I've told you what I thought. You told me what you thought. We see it differently. I agree to disagree. And if God wants to change you down the road, praise the Lord. No pressure or stress on me. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Is that helpful? All right. I'm going to memorize that verse and try to pull that out of my back pocket in those conversations <laughs> and hope that it will help me. There you, I'm sure <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm sure it will. God bless you, my sister. That's Philippians 3, 15 and 16. I hope it helps you. Remember, God can make it clear to the person that disagrees with you. God can make it clear to the person that sees it differently than you. Don't take on the stress of persuasion. My goodness. If I got to persuade people to give money in the offering, if I got to persuade people to to follow me, look, go follow somebody that you you can follow with 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 great 
admiration, you know. Uh, don't try to, I always tell people, don't try to change my church, the church that God's called me to lead. Go find a church where you can get behind a pastor willingly and joyfully. But guess what? There's some people that just can't do that. No matter where they go, they want to fight because there's some people in their personality, they love to fight. But look, I ain't got that much fight in me unless it's against the devil or it's for the cause of Christ. Other than that, go ahead, believe what you want to believe. I trust that God will make it clear to you. Just let me stay focused so I can make a difference for the Lord with the one life I have to live. I'm coming back in three minutes. Don't go anywhere. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Everybody likes a nice compliment every now and then, and oftentimes people compliment me on my smile. Well, I have to give some credit to Pearl Smiles Dental because they've hooked me up with dentistry. PearlSmilesDental.com. Check them out because they will make your smile as nice as mine. Well, actually, maybe even better. Give them a call at 410-799-1793. That's 410-799-1793, or go to PearlSmilesDental.com. Have you been hurt? cheated on, lied to, or unfairly treated by others? Do you have a difficult time forgiving others or extending grace? Then you have to purchase my brand new book, I For Grace You. In bookstores now and on Amazon.com, I For Grace You, doing good to those who've hurt you. You will be freed from anger, bitterness, resentment, and guilt. I For Grace You by Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Go to Amazon.com. I For Grace You. Get freed up today. Today, Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. Little Earth, Wind, and Fire on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's all right. It's biblical. Earth, Wind, and Fire. They look for the Lord's voice in the wind. It wasn't there. In the fire, it wasn't there. In the earthquake, it wasn't there. See how I did that? I pulled it right out of the Word of God in Kings. Earth, wind, and fire. But where was his voice? It was that gentle whisper. Yeah. We can turn Scripture to say anything we want, can't we? 
888-432-7434. That is my uh, number if you want to call me. I still have 15 minutes with you, and I want to talk to you. It's open phone in Friday, so anything on your heart that you want to ask me, uh, do so while you can. Let me give you the number one more time, then I'm going to Centerville, uh, Virginia. 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, Centerville, Virginia, Martha is on the line. Hi, Martha. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hey, Dr. S. I'm doing well, thank you. And I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoy your program oh, you're and kind. all the different callers you have and the way you stick to the Bible and you um, just help so many people. I appreciate that. Aww. And I listen to you every day while I'm waiting for my grandchildren to get out of school. Huh. I'm in the parking lot, and i got to have the radio on. But one thing, I meant to call in the other day, and um, I was, it was about, we were talking about the president. Yeah. And I was wondering why his Christian friends don't get after him and tell him to get off that Twitter and Facebook <laughs> and all those other things and get to business. Oh, and I know he is getting to business, but yeah. it seems, I don't know, a little ridiculous for a president to be doing that yeah. all the time. My guess my guess is, Miss Martha, first of all, thank you for listening regularly. Thank you for your compliment. I'm sorry, I can hardly hear you, sir. I just want to say thank you for listening, listening to me regularly. And yes. thank you for uh, your compliment. Now, with regard to the president, my guess is, and I don't know all the people that know him, but my guess is the Christian believers around him, there are many of them that are telling him uh, what, you know, not to tweet and to change his tone. I'm sure that he's getting some good godly counsel. And if I were in his inner circle, I would give him godly counsel as well. Now. Miss right. Martha, you and I know just because somebody gives you counsel doesn't mean you're going to take it, right? <laughs> That's correct. So uh, I'm not sure if it's the problem of the Christians around him. I think it's one of those things where the Holy Spirit just needs to bear some more fruit in him so that he can learn to take the counsel that he's getting. That's my guess, but I don't know for sure. Right, and he's a pretty strong-headed person, too. You think? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen, thank you Ain't so much. that the truth? <laughs> it sure is. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much from Centerville, Virginia. Let's go to Fairfax while we're in Virginia to talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? Um, I have a, actually, I have a, somebody I work, I work with. Um, He's a Jehovah's Witness, and um. He said something about the Jehovah's Witness Bible being connected to the the real Bible. Is that true? Yes, it's connected. The, the, the Jehovah's Witness Bible is connected to the, I guess, the Bible that's written by Peter and John, right? Right, that's correct. It's not it's not accurate, by the way. Don't get me wrong, uh, but they base their Bible. They take the they take the Holy Bible, and then what they do is they twist some scriptures to fit. Uh, the vision of Charles Taze Russell, uh, one of the originators of the Jehovah's Witness cult. But they're right. right. They're right in that they take the Bible and they still use the Bible, but it's called the New World Translation, and it is not accurate. Yeah, I asked him like, if he believes in the Trinity of God. He said he believes in more like the oneness theology. Right. I think that's like where the Father becomes a son, Son becomes a spirit. 
as right. if like as in maybe he believes that maybe I, I think he believes that God is one, but God is not God is not three or something like that. Yeah, or basically, like, basically uh, they do not believe in the deity of Jesus Christ as the Son of God. That's, so, like, but, but here's the thing, though, which is true, though, is, is God in three persons, or was he, or was it, or is it, is it the other way, like, where he just becomes the Son or becomes the Spirit? I'm not sure what the belief. Yeah, well, what the belief is that he's one triune God, so one God, in three persons, God the Father, the Son, right. and the Holy Spirit. It's not like one becomes the other, it's in essence they are the other. Uh, and, and it's not easy to understand, nor can we completely comprehend it with our human mind. Now, what the Jehovah's Witnesses do, they make it comprehensible to the human mind by using logic. And so what they do is they just simply explain it as there's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're not the same. There is no Trinity or triune God, and that makes it logically make sense. And I could be like, sure, that makes sense to me. But when I began to look at the Scripture at each one of the persons of the triune God, I can see that they're fully God and fully like well, Jesus, fully God well, and fully well, human. What about the, what about the, like the Mormon book? Would you say that's connected also to the Bible? Well, the Mormons use two books. So they take the Bible. They don't twist the Bible like the Jehovah's Witnesses do, but they have another holy right. book called the Book of Mormon. And so that those two books work together. Um, the, the, what the Jehovah's Witnesses do, they just twist the, the Holy Bible to fit what they wanted to say. The Mormons have another book, and this is based on uh, the the legacy of a guy named Joseph Smith. And so what right. I what I would say is every religion and every cult, you want to look at the one who starts it and the one who's the founder of it. And in uh, and, and, and Christianity, it's Christ. But with the uh, Mormons, it's Joseph Smith. With the Jehovah's Witnesses, it's Charles Taze Russell. And what you do is you go do the research on them and see how fallible they are. Uh, but when you look at Jesus Christ, he is infallible and the only one who rose again from the dead. That's right. Yeah, that, that's what they believe. Like that Jesus was an angel, right? The Jehovah's Witnesses. I, I don't know. They believe that he's like Michael or something like that. Well, yeah, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff. I'm I'm not going to act like I'm a specialist when it yeah, comes yeah, know, to, to, comes to them. But yeah. I, if I were you, if you are a young believer and you're still trying to figure out what you believe, I would not study with the witnesses. I would study with a good Christian church uh, where you have a pastor that's gone to seminary uh, or Bible right. college, you know, so you can get a good foundation of an evangelical biblical base. Once you have that, right. then you can, you can mess around with some of the other cults because you know what's true and what's false. But if you're in a situation where you're not sure what's true and what's false, I would stay away from it because it will just confuse your mind. And when it comes to Jehovah's witnesses, they actually prey on P R E Y. They prey on, uh, weak or new Christians or Christians that don't yeah. know their Bible. Uh, those are the, that's their target. Very seldomly do you find them converting non-Christians. What they're doing is converting, uh, if I can use that word, Christians who don't know their word. Yeah, I had a few arguments with them, too, like, yeah, about some things. And I don't know, we just didn't speak, like, for a week. And it had something to do with that, though. But, yeah, I see where you're going with this, actually. So if I were you, I would just uh, say thank you very much. I'm good. And uh, stay away from it so it doesn't confuse you. They'll be persistent. But once you say, hey, look, I'm good. I've got my pastor. Um, they'll leave you alone. But you got you to gotta be consistent and say, look, I'm good. Leave me alone. Right. Move on. 
God bless you. Nothing to see here. Bye-bye. And uh, that way you can go study the word of God like you're supposed to in a Christian church that's not a cult trying to take your life away from you. Because at the end of the day, they want to bring you into a community of people that will ultimately be the ones that are controlling your life. And if you do anything that uh, that is against them, whether it's having holidays or, or something like that, uh, if they don't agree with you, they're going to excommunicate you and you're going to feel terrible about it. So that's my two cents. Hey, my friend, Anonymous, I got to run to my break. But when I get back, I'm going to take your phone call at 888 Interest rates near historic lows and home values at record highs. Now is the time to consider a refinance of your mortgage. Hey everyone, this is Mike. And this is Brian of Fellowship Home Loans. What we have seen is the perfect storm, something we rarely see in the mortgage industry. Whether you simply need to lower your rate or if you've done a loan modification, gone through a bankruptcy, or even had a short sale, new guidelines may allow you to qualify for one of our amazing programs. Whether you have refinanced in the past or even been turned down, give us a call at 800-804-SAVE. That's 800-804-7283 or online at fellowshiphomeloans.com. Come and get your loan, Fellowship Home Loans. Intercontinental Capital Group, DBA, Fellowship Home Loans, Equal Housing Opportunity Lender, NMLS number 60134. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. My employees and I would like to thank you for making MyPillow possible. Years ago, when I invented MyPillow, I thought I was the only one out there with problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat, I'd flip-flop all night or wake up with a sore neck or headache. So that's why I invented MyPillow. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your exact individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer to get the quality sleep you need. I back it with my 10-year warranty and my 60-day money-back guarantee. And now to thank you, I'm bringing back my best offer ever. Buy one of my my pillows and get another one absolutely free. Purchase the best pillow you will ever own today. Call 800-517-3636 or go to mypillow.com. Use the promo code WAVA. Notice the difference a good night's sleep can make. Take advantage of the buy one, get one free offer. Call 800-517-3636 or go to MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WAVA. I'm Jim Daly, and I want to invite you to give the gift of family this Christmas season. What does your financial gift to focus on the family do? Well, it helps rescue and strengthen hurting marriages. It empowers parents to raise godly children. And it introduces people to the good news message of Jesus Christ. Contact us today at 800-THE-LETTER-A-IN-THE-WORD-FAMILY. Your gift today will be doubled thanks to a matching grant. And let me say thanks in advance for your support. Go to WAVA.com keyword family. Picture this, standing at the Sea of Galilee and being baptized in the Jordan River. Visiting Jerusalem where every stone pathway leads you toward the life of Christ and the story of God's purpose on earth. Join Tony and Lois Evans for Experience Israel 2018, November 7th through the 16th. Now, picture Christmas morning telling your spouse, your child, a relative, or a special friend that they're going to Israel with you in 2018. And know that you're giving the gift of a rich spiritual heritage when you visit Israel. Go to WAVA.com keyword Israel or call 703-807-2211 to book your journey to Israel today. An encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. 
And we're back. What a great hour we've had together hanging out on this open phone in Friday. I'm looking forward to continuing to talk with you next week. I think I have one more caller. Let me look at my screen. Yeah, let me see if I can get to one more just in time before the show ends. I've got Anonymous who's on the road in Maryland. Hey, Anonymous, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Doing great. Thanks for I calling. Have a quick, uh, thank you. I have a quick question about your prayer language in the public setting. What does the Bible say about that? It doesn't say a lot about prayer language in a public setting. What it talks about is speaking in tongues in a public setting. And according to 1 Corinthians 14, uh, it should be done one at a time, no more than three or four. And there must be an interpreter. Um, And, of course, that in many churches, they don't live by by those standards. But those were the standards that the Apostle Paul uh, stated. If this if there is a special prayer language, you ought to be doing that in your uh, in your prayer closet. There's nowhere in Scripture that necessarily prohibits praying in public in a language you don't understand. But, um, you know, it depends on the church leadership. I'm not going to fight over it. But in Acts chapter two, they had a big church service out in the streets and everybody was speaking in tongues. But those were unknown languages where people could actually then understand the gospel in their own tongue. So it was much more of an unknown language. But a prayer language, I think that's for the closet. That's just my opinion. Well, okay. well prayer, right. Prayer, praise. You know, you go into some churches and they're automatically speaking tongues. And, you know, um, it's a distraction. Well, and then I would just say go to a church where they don't do that if it's distracting to you instead of trying to change that church because that's the culture of that church and if that's what they want to do they all got together and are enjoying doing that but uh i would then go to a church where you can enjoy some great praise in your language uh which in this case i'm sure would be english and enjoy it you know right that's that's how i would counsel you now do we have people that will speak in tongues in our church while they're praising and worshiping yes will we say anything about it no but what we don't do is we don't give a platform for speaking in tongues. So none of our pastors are going to speak in tongues. We're not going to say from our worship stage, you know, come up and speak in tongues. We're not going to do that. Nobody on stage does it. But if people are are in the setting and you have two or three people that just are really highly in praise and they're speaking in tongues, during that time of praise, we're not going to, you know, just that's just like somebody being loud in English. That's fine with us. It's no big deal. Any way you want to worship the Lord, you can, as long as you do it in order. But we don't have a platform for it. We tell people you can you can go to your own private closet uh, and enjoy that prayer language. Right. So would you um, teach against it? Be you being pastor? Was that something a topic that you would teach against? Well, we definitely have a position paper on it, and so everybody that goes through our partnership class will read our position on speaking uh, in tongues. And so it's not preaching against it or for it. It's just telling you what our biblical position is on it. And we hope that you agree with it. And if you don't agree, that's okay. We still allow you to be a partner here at Bridgeway. We just ask you not to try to persuade other people to uh, go against what our position is. 
Makes sense. Oh, that that is good to have a paper. That that's that's good. Mm-hmm. So you can see the doctrine and, and what to follow. There you as go. As far as certain stuff, that that's very good. Well, good. Okay. I'm glad that's you like it. God bless you. Thank you so Thanks. much for hanging with me, and for the rest of you. May the Lord bless you this week, and as you go to church and worship the Lord. And Father, we just thank you for your kind love in our life, and we just pray that that love would be extended not only to us, but through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Father, help your children. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.